Okay, welcome to Help, I Don't Know What I'm Doing. And today we're going back to our usual format of just like chatty podcast. And we're going to be talking about what it's like to grow up living in an all-female household. Um, Yeah, I guess it's kind of like a unique experience that most people, you know, don't have. (laughs) Or maybe don't have to the same kind of crazy extent that we have in the sense that it's so intensely female because we do have such a big family. Yeah, it's true. So for context, for those who don't know, we have five sisters, so there's six of us all together, and we were raised by a single mother pretty much most of our lives, Um, because our dad passed away when we were quite young. Um, And so yeah, we've just basically grown up in a yeah, all female household all for the majority. In a little creepy little matriarchy. It's got some elements which make it seem quite cultish. <laughs> in what way? In the way that we are like weirdly close knit. We have like our own kind of like secret language almost because of all our like in jokes and references. People kind of have to be like initiated into it like whenever someone brings like a significant other home it's always a bit like I don't know I feel like they're gonna pass the test or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, I always think it must be overwhelming when um like boyfriends come around and it's like just so intense because it's just like all these girls I'm like asking them like a bajillion questions and yeah like, a lot of female energy there yeah it's an intense environment to be like thrown into yeah. Um, but yeah, basically this episode's just going to cover the good, the bad, the ugly of, yeah, just growing up in a all-female household. So should we just kick it off with the good? Let's go, go, go. Let's go, yeah, go. I will say, <laughs> unusual for a, what's called Help I Don't Know What I'm Doing podcast, there actually are more good elements to this episode than there are bad. Yeah, I, I know. We're not being so whiny these days. I know. We just like Usually we just like use this, you know podcast like bitch about our lives yep sounds about right <laughs> um but yeah anyway let's go on with the positives of living in an all-female household sophie do you want to take it away i'll kick things off um i think the thing that has sort of stuck out to me as we were kind of thinking about this is so many positive role models and so many different types of being a woman or a girl or whatever because even though we are like kind of similar and you know we have very obviously similar backgrounds because we all come from the same family we are like very different and the way that we express our like femininity or our womanhood is very different and I think that's been such a good thing for me to especially like growing up to know that there isn't just one way of being a woman and that there are so many good qualities that women have you know that they're really really smart uh really brave really funny like the idea that women aren't funny is just so alien to me because I think we're all hilarious (laughs) you know and I think that that's really made me have such a good solid foundation to like just fight against like sexist attitudes because I know that they're so fundamentally just not true because I've you know experienced so many amazing things that come from being a woman by you know being with other women yeah I think that's true um yeah I think another positive thing is this like I think we were we were saying earlier that, though we weren't saying earlier, uh, that 
it's kind of good in terms of like older sisters them having experiences before you and you can like learn from them <laughs> or like learn from their mistakes or like yeah. what they did right yeah. stuff like that like poor Fliss our older sister she's had to do everything first <laughs> and um yeah you just sort of just get to be like get some intel on what goes down in certain situations before you experience them yourself and it's like quite good <laughs> yeah definitely having someone that's kind of like the test drive for things um, but I also sort of think that there's there's so many, like, friendships that we... Okay, obviously, like, we're all friends. But I think there's different kinds of friendships within, like, our sisterhood kind of thing. Like, there's different people that you go to for different things. And I think that's such a nice... Like, you've got such a large resource pack. Like, if you haven't done something, like you say, someone else probably has done it. But even if it's, like, you know people probably like our sisters wouldn't come to me for like anything vaguely cool or whatever <laughs> but like they maybe would go to you guys sort of thing and if like something devastating has happened they'd be like oh Sophie knows how to deal with this because she's always sad so it'll be like it'll be like oh okay I know how to deal with this so I think like the idea that you've got um different people to go to for different things is amazing yeah it's funny like <laughs> I feel like younger sisters come to me for like I don't know like trivial things like I don't know like boys or like parties or blah blah blah, blah like yeah because my know, like, answer to those things would be like no boys no parties <laughs> <laughs> or just like yeah just like the classic like more rebellious teenage stuff whereas like if it's real shit they come to like you <laughs> and you're just like how do I sort out this problem because <laughs> like but that still, like, surprises me that people come to me with, like, problems and stuff. Like, I remember not that long ago, I can't remember what it was, but, like, you throw me up being, like, oh, I need some advice on something. And I was, like, oh, my gosh, Verity's asking me for advice? What? <laughs> I think it's because you were, like, had this interview, but you also had, like, a shift at work and you weren't sure what to do kind of thing. And I was, like, I can't believe Verity would even think to call me. I was, like, this is so sweet. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, it is interesting. But then it even, like... I was thinking about this, like, even, like, Livy, who's, like, a a lot younger than me, sometimes I'll be, like, she's just so good at, like, figuring out what to do sometimes. Oh, my gosh, yeah. She's just really good at problem solving. (laughs) I'm really not. I'm such a scatterbrain, and I'm just, like, ah. Huh? She's so good at problem solving, you're right. And I'm also a bit of a scatterbrain. I'm, like, quite good at dealing with other people's crises, but I'm not good at dealing with my own. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, same. I'm actually not even very good at dealing with other people's crises. <laughs> I'm like, oh god. People will come to me for advice quite a lot, and I'm like, why? <laughs> um, I always think that's odd. Whenever friends come to me to like ask my advice, I'm like, do you know me? <laughs> like, maybe I'm just good at projecting an image of just like having my shit together. Yeah, true. Do you, like, I feel in my friend group sometimes... I project or I act in this like older sister way even if like my friends are actually older than me or like obviously I'm not actually their sister do you feel you sometimes have like you slip into like your sister dynamic when you're with your friends Mm, some depending some not with all friends but I think with certain friends yes if we're very close and they're like asking me for like honest advice on something then I'll like tell them how it is and be like like no what you're doing (laughs) don't do that like as I would if I would tell my sister just like I don't know I'm quite a diplomatic person anyway so I'm always like I'm very I would say like one of the best things about me is like I'm incredibly non-judgmental oh my gosh so true um so 
I'm not like super harsh or anything, but I will give you like my honest opinion and just be like, if I think something is a stupid idea, then I'll tell you it's a stupid idea. Blah, yeah. Blah. yeah. So in that sense, I would go into like big sister mode and be like, yeah, the thing you want to do is silly. <laughs> don't do that thing. Like, don't text that boy. <laughs> so yeah, but like not often. I often feel like. I don't know, pretty clueless about most, most things. So. Yeah, fair play. Um, one of the things you just said there that I kind of want to touch on is talking about how you're quite direct and quite diplomatic, and I'm like, that is so true. And one of those things that people always say is like, oh, women, you never know what they're thinking. They're all like, blah, 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 blah. And I really hate that. But I do know some people are kind of like that. But it's not universally true, and I don't think it's a being a woman thing. Like, I think sometimes guys can, like, hide away their feeling and not be upfront about it as well. But I really appreciate having a mum who's, like, so straightforward. <laughs> like, maybe not all the time when I was younger, I'd be like, okay, soften the blow a little. But, like, I am actually, like, so grateful that you're never, like, second-guessing, like, what she's thinking or whatever. You're like, oh, no, she will tell you if she doesn't like something. Yeah, no, yeah, she does not hold back anything. Zero She's just like, back. yeah. I'm, <laughs> one of the things I remember, like, so strongly from my childhood is, like, going shopping, which I hate anyway, and, like, trying something on, and mum would just, like, <laughs> look at you and be like, does nothing for you. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> okay. That's, like, her catchphrase. <laughs> Literally, just, does nothing for you. Does nothing for <laughs> you, darling. <laughs> yeah, so funny. But um, to be fair, like, that is actually kind of like you know and she does I remember being like mom it's so harsh whatever and she'd be like why would you want me to lie to you do you know what I mean like just if you ask me my opinion I'm going to give you my opinion and I think that's nice to have that kind of like such a solid foundation of being like you can be totally honest you don't have to like hide your feelings which I think sometimes women are kind of encouraged to do I think that's been quite a good thing to be in like a female household as being like you're allowed to feel the way that you feel yeah that's cool um yeah I think yeah I think what we were saying earlier that we're all friends it's kind of interesting that we're just given like five best friends <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like it's so cool just to be like yep yeah. didn't have to work for any of this yeah. just like naturally are just all best pals it's pretty cool although one of the things that I was kind of thinking about is how weird it is for me because I've got like really really strong memories of it just being the three of us like you me and Phyllis and I've got really strong memories of it just being, you know, the four of us, the five of us, and the six of us. But it's so strange to think about the time when not everybody was there because it doesn't feel like it was. it's complete. And it's so weird to think, like, even when there's, like, four of us home, you're like, this is so empty, where is everybody? So even though they weren't always part of your life, they are such a big part of your life. And it blows my mind, like, every time I think about it. Yeah, I have no memory of not having all everyone there, though. Yeah, really. you were younger, though. I have vague memories of Tess not being born. But, like, in my head, I just think we've all grown up together. It's really weird. Yeah, and it's weird because, like, we've obviously had such, like, radically different childhoods because, like, Felicity and I, we it was only, like, all, when even it was just you, me and Felicity, it was, like, three of us. And then you have, like, all these babies popping out. So to me, I'm, like, so used to having babies and wee kids everywhere. But then, like, our younger sister has no experience of that. Yeah, it's interesting. So what do you, do you think you've, like, gained, like, good qualities from being in a big family? I don't know. I kind of think yes, but then also no. I think I'm good at sharing things. 
but then it does make me weirdly intense about certain things because I'm like I really don't want to share this yeah (laughs) I think there's like a I don't know how to describe it but there's definitely some contention in our household with the fact that I'm very entitled to everyone's things oh my gosh you are so entitled to other people's things it's unreal especially my sister's things i'll just like not really think about that it's like annoying that i just like take random stuff from there we are recording this on skype and you are currently wearing a pair of cordelia's leggings leggings. (laughs) yeah but to be fair she did leave them oh my gosh verity (laughs) (laughs) but i because i've lived in such a communal way i think it's just I don't know. I just think I will happily share all of my things. So mm. I think in return, I just assume everyone else is the same. I remember one time you were you were telling me this story about how your boyfriend was going away and you dropped him off at the airport and you were like crying on the bus and you were getting really annoyed because this person that was next to you didn't offer you a tissue, which I would also be annoyed about. I'd be like, okay, I'm like crying, whatever. But I would probably be more like, I'm so embarrassed I'm crying in public. And you were like, I can't believe this person is not offering me a tissue. Like, you're really like... <laughs> I was actually shook. I couldn't believe that. I was like, are you joking? I'm literally sobbing next to you and you're like not giving me one of your tissues. I was like, <laughs> couldn't believe it. Still quite shocked by that. Um... But yeah, there's other times when, like, I'll be sitting next to someone on the bus and they'll be reading, like, a newspaper. And I, I like, I will want to be like, oh, can I just take a section of that newspaper? Um, like, that's not normal. Like, you shouldn't just feel entitled to, like, take someone's <laughs> things. And, like, I'll be sitting to, sit next to someone on the train and they'll be eating, like, a tube of Mentos or whatever. And I'll be like, I have to stop myself from asking for one. Like, it's really weird. Like, I'm just... Yeah, that I think that is just a product of just being like, yeah, we share everything, man. Like, yeah, I know <laughs> that's so true. Like, we do share everything, and that's also quite a nice thing. Like, we do share everything. Like, I like how like the talks that we have and stuff, where there's just like no barriers. <laughs> like, just you know everything about some people's lives because like our sisters are so open with us. Oh yeah, I know it's so true. Like, I remember when I came home and I like being I had like had a new boyfriend and all of my sisters knew about it but I hadn't told my mom yet and I was like oh yeah mom by the way I'm dating this person and then she was like Verity I know like you have five sisters how would I not know (laughs) there's literally no secrets like you didn't even need to tell me (laughs) I quite like that as well because sometimes if you have bad news you don't want to have to tell everybody so if you just tell one person then it just like spreads and you're like that's fine I know it's funny um but yeah so shall we move on to the bad yeah let's go girl okay the first thing that probably pops into my head is like comparison like comparing myself to my sisters and how I'm lacking in stuff that they have or Mm. qualities that they have that I'm really jealous or the way they look like that is like a big Thing for me I think I mean it's not overwhelming but it's definitely there like especially when I was younger I would get a rush yeah, annoyed at like if that my, my younger sisters basically reach puberty before me because I have like a big insecurity that I'm not like womanly enough mm-hmm. like my body is very petite and skinny 
and sometimes I just feel like I look like a prepubescent boy like I just hate that sometimes like I'll, most of the time I'm okay with my body but there are times where that is like my biggest insecurity and I hate looking young and I hate not feeling like a, a real woman even though that's stupid and doesn't yeah exist. like rationally you know that that's like a crazy thing but it also doesn't help that like so much of like cool feminist counterculture is like or then this is like I'm using finger quotes here but it's like oh real women have curves and real women have this and men like it when women have a bit of meat on them and all this like garbage which first of all is so stupid because your like security in yourself should not be based on whether or not you're attracted to men and should certainly not be based on putting other women down because everyone is going to be unhappy if we have this insane need to be like this is the only one way to be a woman and I think like I totally get where you're coming from but like on the other side because like obviously there are like six of us and we do look like different we've got like you know brunettes we've got blondes we've got ginger but I always feel kind of like the ugly duckling of the family. <laughs> so far, not always, but sometimes I do. I'm always like, ugh, because everybody else is all this like kind of elfin sort of like really like slim kind of thing. And I'm not. And usually I'm totally fine. And in fact, like when my like body consciousness is at its worst is when I'm at home. When I'm at uni or when I'm with my friends, I'm like totally fine. And it's not because everybody looks like me there. It's just because there isn't that like direct comparison of like, we're all like come from the same gene pool so we should all look I don't know like I get that as well but so yeah definitely the comparison thing is really ugh. I know it's really annoying um and yeah it's like you can't help doing it it's just really weird um yeah the thing that's like most helped me has been like if I feel like oh I feel so ugly or whatever going like okay you're ugly so what's actually the big deal about that? Because like I said, like I don't need to look pretty because my self of sense of self or my security in myself is never going to be based on whether I'm attracted to anyone or if I'm attractive to other people. And it's not gonna be about like comparing myself or putting other people down. Because if I take the logic that I don't look like her, therefore I'm ugly, I could also be like, well, she doesn't look like me, so therefore she's ugly, which is also stupid. I think when you embrace being ugly, it's so freeing because you're like, actually, nothing bad has happened. Like, I still have the life that I have. I still have the friends that I have. And it doesn't matter if I feel pretty or not because it makes literally no difference. And apart from everything else, like, looks are like the least important thing in the entire world because they're going to fade. We're all going to end up crinkly and wrinkly and something else that rhymes with that. And that's fine. <laughs> we don't need to look nice because we can still be good, decent people. Like your personality is the thing that's going to stay with you and you've got to spend more time working on that than like sorting out your meat bag. You know what I mean? I know that's really interesting, but like I would never describe you as ugly <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, now like I like to me, like I had to accept that I was ugly to realize that I wasn't, if that makes any sense at all. Like I had to embrace being ugly and accept that fear and being like, Oh, right. Okay. Because the thing is, like you say, oh, I never describe you as ugly and I would never describe you as ugly. But that's because beauty is like totally subjective. And it's also informed by various sociological things, blah, 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 blah. So it's basically made up <laughs> and it's okay. Do you know what I mean? So like for me, that was one of the biggest things of like growing up in a female house is like, we obviously care about what we look like because we live in a society which makes women care about what they look like. And it's also nice to, you know, enjoy making yourself look a certain way and there are really good things about makeup and all that stuff but sometimes I think that 
the context in which we live means that it's really hard to enjoy it just for like the purely oh I'm just getting myself ready for myself that kind of thing so I just think that was a huge thing is like growing up in like an all-female household that I felt really bad about it but I also because I was in this all-female household it made me feel better about it as well in some weird roundabout way yeah another I think another interesting thing is just like um how our mum never had like scales in the house really yeah and that was like a conscious decision because we're like she I guess like bad body image and eating disorders are so prevalent within women in general but there was never really any of like that kind of chat in our house which is interesting like talking about how much we hated our bodies and I wish we could change this wish we could change that like yeah. that was never really yeah. like a huge topic of conversation like I don't really remember that being like maybe we talk about it a little bit I think maybe we'd like complain about like oh my skin's so gross right now or something like that but it wouldn't be you know like I don't know it's a different kind of vibe which I'm not being able to express <laughs> but I think that is like you're right like mum was so conscious of the fact that they were all these girls growing up that she was you know quite keen to make sure that we didn't you know develop kind of negative or any worse than like most teenagers have kind of like images about ourselves Mm, I mean we probably all have those insecurities anyway but it was never something that we were like I don't know constantly talking about or like overly worried about from what I from what I've experienced anyway I think that's kind of interesting like there was no dieting or anything like that like we never talked about anything like that which is also I think quite interesting my bad point was also like kind of being jealous and um like again kind of what I said about like oh there's so many different types of beauty to be a woman and because all of our sisters are so different you're like wow that's amazing but then you're also kind of like weirdly jealous of oh I wish I could do this and this and this because your sisters have all these talents you're like oh I wish I had that and it's also made me weirdly protective of things I consider to be like my special talent like most of our sisters can cook and most of our sisters can bake and they're good at cooking and they're good at baking but I'm like step off that's my thing like I get so like and I think it's because when we were at school and things like that they were like oh you're so and so sister like he'd be like oh you're Felicity's sister oh you're Verity's sister and he used to drive me crazy and I'd be like no I'm Sophie and I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd be like that's not who I am like I used to hate that or being like oh yeah your sister's the clever one or that's the sporty one or the musical one or whatever and I'm like what am I what's my one you know and trying to like carve out your identity when you're like always being like oh you're one of those girls or you're one of the girls you know what I mean you're like no I'm also like an individual person and so like even though like having this like sisterhood is such like a huge part of my identity it was also sometimes a bit smothering because I felt like so as though I'm always being compared to somebody else and I'm only someone in relation to somebody else as well. I don't really feel that now. Like, now I'm older and, like, my world is bigger than just school. But that was definitely something that I really found difficult when I was growing up. Yeah, I agree. Um, Also, just, like, another thing that I think annoys me is when you mention to someone that you have, like, five sisters or whatever, you and they're just like, oh my god, that must be so terrible for your dad, oh gosh, that must be awful, and it's yeah. just like, what's so awful about that? Why Why are yeah. you so inherently sexist that you think yeah. living with so many women is such an awful thing? 
what is like oh yeah it must be terrible living with these funny intelligent uh interesting women the other thing that people usually say is like oh my gosh the queue for the bathroom in the morning and actually they haven't really ever really been like you know what i mean like when you live in a big house you figure out a routine so those things don't happen i'm not saying there hasn't been a time where i want to have a shower and someone else is in but the idea that you just can't function as a group you're like no or like oh my gosh it must be so catty in the house or whatever and you're like funnily enough we've actually you know love each other and get along there's so many presumptions about what women are in groups and it's so offensive you're like it's like what you're saying like yeah we are funny and we're clever and we're intelligent and we're not always perfect but the idea that a group of women are just gonna immediately just end up being horrible to each other i hate that assumption it drives me crazy i know yeah the first thing people say to me is just like oh wow you live with all girls you must fight all the time and like to be fair like with certain sisters I, when I was younger, oh my gosh, I couldn't yes. have a conversation with them without having an argument. <laughs> like, we literally couldn't get to speak to each other without screaming at each other. But but that's like being a teenager. This is the thing. Like, And also, it's human nature to have fights because it means you're talking to each other and you're not always going to agree with everything. And it's better that than just like hanging out in your room by yourself. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's one of my top 10 activities. But like the idea that you know, you, that you're not going to be able to have like a conversation with like a huge group of girls without it going into a massive fight. It's stupid. But on the other hand, we were all teenagers and we're all hormonal and weird and having your own struggles. So yeah, you're going to fight. But at the end of the day, it all comes from this like huge base of love and you return to that love even if you have like a fight afterwards. But like I remember having like fights with my sister Felicity when we shared a room and I would just be like I need some space I need it to calm down I cannot be in the same room with you right now and she would want to solve it immediately and figure it out because she doesn't want to go to sleep angry but I needed the space to calm down and so then we would be like literally like I'd be running away from her trying to find some space and she'd be like go and ask we'd be like we need to sort it out now (laughs) like at the time that was horrendous but it has made me like a better person in terms of like conflict resolution because I'm like okay I can do with this, you know but yeah we did fight sometimes and that sucks but it's also not because we're women not because we're all grouped together it's just because we're human beings and that's like you know a natural part of life i know it's just like don't put all these stupid gender stereotypes on my family like it's really annoying <laughs> yeah it's um, just like literally i just hate that st- like that comment it drives me nuts and i like have less and less patience for it now and like I sort of challenge people on it now. I'm just like, oh, why would you think that? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's really interesting. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that is one thing that really annoys me. Um, do you have any other things that? No, I don't think so. I've got some ugly stuff, but I don't think uh, I have any. Okay, bad cool. Stuff. We'll move on to ugly then. So, the first thing that comes into mind for the ugly section is like, um. I have like really horrible dreams of like my sisters dying <laughs> same, <laughs> very sporadically, uh, but they definitely happen. Like, what was the recent one? Yeah, I thought I the most recent one was I thought our youngest sister, well, younger sister, Livia, died, and they're always and it felt so real that when I woke up, I was like, <gasps> like, oh my god, I yeah. can't believe she's dead, and it's like every it's the same dream every time, but with a different sister. So it's always mm-hmm. that they've been hit by a car, and I think the root of that like 
panic and dream is because our dad died in a car crash and I also have like a lot of anxiety around being in cars now and like same yeah I just I really don't enjoy driving that much I don't know it depends on getting better at it now but it's a recent thing that's cropped up it's really weird I I, I don't like usually I forget until I'm in a car and I'm like oh god I don't want to be in this car (laughs) um But yeah, it feels it's horrible because it feels so real at the time, and like you wake up and you're like, oh my god, like what am I gonna do? <laughs> like da da da, and then, like yeah. realize, oh, obviously it was a dream, like didn't actually happen, like for life. Yeah, there is something kind of like horrifying about the fact, like the thing that I always worry about is being like the last sister. Like that sounds horrendous. That's a deep dark fear of mine of being like the last one. I think that would just be so sad because you guys are such a huge important part of my life and always such a touchstone and always such a comfort to know that you guys are always going to be there and you're like oh my gosh eventually there's just going to be like one of us left <laughs> or unless you like there's only two Make left suicide pack. and you die at the same time <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i also have dreams of my sisters killing me oh yeah like i had this dream where uh, we were around at my grandma's house and Olivia was trying to kill me. And I was like, get away from me. And I was like trying to defend myself. And in the end, like I hurt her and then everyone was so mad at me. And I was like, no, you don't understand. She was trying to kill me. <laughs> and it was so weird. And it was really stressful as well. Or I'll have like, again, I'll have like the dreams where like um, one of the sisters dies and stuff. And it's like that kind of such visceral, real panic. Um, but again, not to have your, like the general thing of, Verity being beautiful and sensitive and just so lovely. Literally what I have for my ugly is, I know we were talking about in bad, oh, it's so stupid that they assume like you fight all the time, but no one annoys you like your sisters. No one knows how to annoy you like your sisters know. Like they know exactly the buttons to press and exactly the things to kind of annoy you. And obviously now we're older, it's so much more joking, but like people have such long memories. Like every dumb thing you've ever done, like, oh, do you remember that time? And you're like, no, I'm trying to repress it. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> like everyone has like their horrendous teenage like nonsense. And it's probably worse now because people have like the internet and they can like, Oh, put off all their teenage angst and then like 10 years later look back on it and cringe but it's different when you have like living people to remember it and be like oh my gosh do you remember when you were like really into whatever like Verity what was your first single that you ever bought <laughs> don't expose me <laughs> I'm editing that do you know what I mean? do you know what I mean like we just know all this stuff about each other and it's so intense sometimes and like I love making fun of my sisters like I'm I'm there for that but when it happens to me I'm like oh no (laughs) (laughs) don't come for me like that yeah you're like oh no everybody knows all your like most embarrassing moments and like just there's no way to hide from that you know how like people like oh I'll leave school and I'll reinvent myself like you can never reinvent yourself for your family because they've been there for like the whole metamorphosis like they know what a weirdo you are and they know your embarrassing moments and your just dumb stuff I know it's it's the worst it's like having an IRL tumblr account follow you around oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) like I even feel like 
vaguely panicked every time Facebook does that thing like, on this day, you posted this. I'm like, why are you coming at me like this? Why are you exposing me in this way? Please stop. But that's what it's like having sisters. Like, they're always there to be like, oh my gosh, do you remember this? Like, recently, this is not that embarrassing. I'm fine sharing this. But recently, Felicity reminded me that I used to be obsessed with dolphins. Like, obsessed with them. Like, I would buy magazines just if they had pictures of dolphins in them. And I put them up on my walls. And I had, like, thousands of dolphin figurines. I had a dolphin wind chime, which is, like, the weirdest. (laughs) I was obsessed with dolphins. And then I was just like, I completely blanked that from my mind. And then Felicity the other day was like, oh, do you remember when you loved dolphins? (laughs) like an intense love of dolphins oh but you were so just really into animals at one point which was insane because you're scared of all of them i am scared of all animals do you know i used to want to be a vet yes no. and i was like well i'll just won't treat dogs cats horses cows sheep rabbits guinea and then it got to stage i was like i guess i could treat a goldfish but that was it like i just don't but i think that was what i was trying to do i think i was trying to do exposure therapy like of being like, just look at animals, appreciate their cue, which is fine when they're like, you know, flat 2D things. I'd be terrified of seeing a dolphin. Like, you know how people like go swim with dolphins and stuff? <laughs> I would hate that. I would freak out. Have you seen the teeth on a dolphin? They're huge. I would literally, nothing, nothing could induce me to go swimming with a dolphin. Uh, so, yeah, that's just, again, that's the kind of embarrassing nonsense that everybody knows. Yeah, so that makes me, that else, I forgot about that. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah so to round up you know living with in an all-female household was pretty great not gonna lie like pretty much yeah. I enjoyed myself it was such a unique experience like it is kind of creepy I suppose from the outsider's point of view because we have all these in jokes and references and yeah like there are family specific like memes like we've made our own memes yeah. you know? and <laughs> it's so intense and it's kind of like when you have a conversation with someone it's just like no one else would understand it unless you've lived with us for like how many years it's so weird um but yeah I don't know it's interesting there's not like a lot of bad points to it if I'm being honest like I think you're right and seeing how it's like just gone mother's day do you think we should do like a little shout out to our mum and be like all the things that we think about, like, what a great mum she is. Oh, yeah. And, like, like, raising us. I think that would be nice. Uh Um, Yeah, you go first. Oh, my gosh. Just so you can copy me. (laughs) Um, So I think, like, our mother is fiercely intelligent. She is such a good problem solver. She's really pragmatic, and she's able to, like, solve a crisis. Yeah, I agree. Like, I always know, no matter what problem is, like, if I tell my mum, she'll figure it out. But, and those are the things that, like, most people would say about our mum, those things. But the other stuff that she is, which I think maybe she kind of hides a bit, because she's, like, a tough cookie, is that she's so loving and so sweet, and she does such kind and caring things in such a, like, a like almost like a sneak attack kind of way like when Olivia came home this weekend she like and you as well she like specifically bought her all like her favorite foods and things like that and just like these really kind just like tiny little things just like so sweet and she's also incredibly brave and she's really compassionate and just the older I get the more I appreciate her and the more I like I wish I could be just like her when I grow up kind of thing I think she's just amazing I also think she's like really funny, really witty. Oh my gosh, she's so funny. Um, 
and yeah it's just like there's she's I don't know I think her attitude of just like there's always a solution has really like helped me as well and in, in oh life gosh, like yes. you know you may feel like a problem that you have is just like unsolvable and everything's gonna fall apart but she's just like no literally it's fine <laughs> there's always a solution just like <laughs> that's the thing like one of my mantras has always been now like there's always another way of doing things and that's because of her and knowing that the it's not the end of the world and it's not the end of the world because she's our mom and she's gonna help us yeah she's cool um but yeah i always think of her as just like this amazon you know and just like such a unique like i don't hate the word unique. i don't know she's just like very strong and i also don't really like that word either i don't know but it's the only way to describe her like the kind of the sort of situation that she was faced with I don't know how I would deal with that and like how no, other people no, would like neither. you know she just like kept going and just made such a lovely family for us and very nice yeah. yeah I remember once being picked up from a school trip and my friend had never seen my mum before and like I was like oh there she is and she turned around to me and she's like oh and I was like what and she's like I don't know I just kind of expect her to look like a superhero <laughs> I remember being like that is so true like she genuinely is but she just looks like a normal person but she is just like a superhero she's just I just love her to this yeah she's cool she is cool one of the, one of the, the things that um uh, this little kid wrote was uh, to mum thank you for warning me I'm having a wonderful time and I just think that is so like yes Thanks, Mum, for boarding me. I'm having a wonderful time. I know, it's true. <laughs> uh, cool. So I think that's a good place to finish up. Shining light, Verity, shining light. Oh, shining light. Oh, God, I keep forgetting about this segment. Okay, shining light time. Um, Wow. Sophie, you have the biggest shining light, actually. Oh, my gosh. Yes, but, okay. So after, like, being rejected, like six zillion times I have been accepted onto a course that I really want to do and it's pretty awesome and so me Verity and Olivia are going to be kicking it together in the same city which will be nice and yeah I just I'm still kind of in shock about that I know it's amazing <laughs> it's so cool also this podcast will be easier to record and it will be a lot better quality oh my gosh yes Apologies, the microphone is being a poo bag, so I'm just using the laptop one. So if it's really tinny and terrible, I do apologize. Yeah, how amazing is that? Like, if you think about the beginning of this podcast, we were just like, yeah. oh my god, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Literally. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, that's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> uh, and now it's just like, you've totally achieved one of your dreams. Yeah, it's crazy. What about you, Verity? Now for me. <laughs> um... <laughs> Let me see my shining light. Um, oh, for what's called, I celebrated International Women's Day, was it last week? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had like some friends around and we all made rose water together. It was really nice and really fun. I just like, I don't know, I just love International Women's Day. It's like one of my favorite days of the whole entire year. So it was a beautiful day. that was really beautiful. nice. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. well, thank you everybody for listening. If you have any suggestions about what you want us to talk about, if you want to have any comments, questions, etc., you can email us at helpidkwid at gmail.com. Help, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, you can also just comment on the Facebook um, post that we share. Um, and just, you know, just try your best. Just do your best. Like, don't worry about it. You're doing great. I love you. I'm here for you. 
live, laugh, love, let go, let God, all that jazz. Like, I'm just here for you. You, who's listening right now, you're kind of scratching your head and you're just kind of a little cough there. I'm here for you. And I believe in you. Everyone else, I also believe in you. I don't know what this is, Verity. I just feel like this weird, like, urge of protectiveness. I don't know. It's the big sister vibes, guys. <laughs> Lol. Uh, yeah, okay. Thanks for listening, guys. We will probably try and catch you next week. If we record another podcast that isn't like two weeks late. (laughs) Guys, we don't know what we're doing. Just chill. Bye. Bye.